Have we got him? Ash? Sounds like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm here. Oh, we've got him, Dan! We've got him! <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Ash, what a pleasure. Thank you, sir, for your patience uh, right. and your <laughs> professionalism. And, uh, normally, normally it's me that's uh, got the technical issues. Oh, so. no, 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 oh, it's us. Oh, my goodness. It's us. Wow. Well, you, it's yeah. us. Yeah, no, it's definitely <laughs> us um, having a little Costanza moment here. Uh, no, we, <clears throat> the um, truth be told, and by the way, we're live on Twitch already. We're, we're, we're jumping in. But our, our audience right. is, this is nothing new to them. Um, no, te- no, te- yeah. <laughs> technical issues. They get the popcorn. They, and yeah, what's happening they understand it. They, they get it. In fact, it becomes a tech stream more often than not in the first <laughs> few minutes. So they totally get it. But um, no, look, uh, mate, we, we appreciate your time. Um, we are live on Twitch already, but just to fill you in, um, we haven't been in the studio for about four weeks. It's not a COVID thing. Um, we've just both been sick. So, uh, yeah, here we are finally, and it's bloody good. To, it's good to be home, Dan. It it's is, good to be home is. back in the studio. I'm back on Twitch and back on the podcast and all yep. that sort of stuff. Um, but, yes, there are a lot of people, because I've just called you Ash. I haven't called you Ash anything else and haven't mentioned anything else at all. So at the moment, people just think we're speaking to a random bloke by the name of Ash. But that <laughs> yeah, is yeah. not the case. No, so, I'm from Ash Ketchum from Pokemon fame. Yes, um, yes, yes. I've called them all. So now, I've, you know, now just going on podcasts. And my, that's, that's the next. How, how is Kyoto? Um, <laughs> is it the Johto League and all of that sort of stuff. Actually, I think yeah. I've got that floating around. Yes. <laughs> In a world we must defend. Ah, oh, what an absolute blinder. Absolute blinder. Yeah. My, my kids have that on uh, on their Spotify playlist for the car, so it's that. <laughs> Is Ninja that right? Turtles and Go- that Ninja Turtles, Ghostbusters. i got some Axel F in there. Oh, and, awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, just absolutely spectacular and uh, far out. Here we are, guys. We're finally into this, and we're finally going to get stuck in and um, what an absolute treat we have for you tonight um, because it just so happens that this is the Ash from SMG Studio. Um, Ash, if you would like to tell the wonderful people listening to Game on Australia and watching right now exactly what SMG Studio and who Ash from SMG Studio are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're a studio uh, in Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, we recently uh, released uh, Moving Out. Uh, which uh, in April and um, before that we did Death Square. We also did Risk. We did a few other uh, mobile games before that as well. And I'm the studio head, so I kind of run the studio from all you know, all, all, all facets kind of thing. Um, but actually, don't do it. It's like I'm one of those things. I do a lot, but I don't do anything as well from on you know in terms of the game. So yeah, I'm kind of like the the boss side of things. Yeah, it's like um, um, radio broadcasters. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. mate, this is, uh, this is extraordinary and you've, you're being very humble because you've left out something absolutely incredible and it deserves a drum roll. Oh, do I have to, wait, wait. Oh yeah. This is the Ash from the SMG studio that took out game of the year for moving out of the IGA oh, yes! Australian Game Developer Awards! <laughs> My goodness. Uh, congratulations, mate. Thanks, thanks. I wasn't, I wasn't warned about the energy level of the podcast. So I, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty out I'm, there. I'm, I'm slowly, We've had three I'm Red Bulls and we're ready to go. <laughs> yep, I'm slowly getting up to the, uh, yeah. to the, to the we'll, level. <laughs> we'll bring you up. Would you like to request a song? Is there any favourites that you might like floating around that'll get you there? Oh, you, you serious? Or? No, dead set. No, one hundred percent, mate. We're, so we just to let you know, Ash. I don't know what um, the the lovely people we've been going back and forth organising this interview have told you of us, um, but we actually um, are genuine uh, radio broadcasters. But we found our relationship and friendship, myself and Dan, uh, over the past fifteen years through gaming, and then and then came together with this wonderful podcast we get to do to talk about video games in Australia and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and we do it from the studios of Southern Cross Stereo, um, which are our home. So Dan's on the Triple M Network, I'm on the Hit Network, and we're here. So if you've got a favourite song, by all means, throw one out, and I'll be happy to play it for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, let's either Oh Yeah by Yellow or yeah, Axel F would be good. Axel, <laughs> yeah, Axel F? Yeah. You have that in the Hit 
side of things. I don't know if you would. Um, <laughs> hang on a sec. No, I think we do. Are you talking about oh. the, the Harold Faltermeyer yes, version? 100. Yeah, yeah. Are you yeah. serious? The Harold Faltermeyer version. The only one that I remember is growing up as a kid. Well, and not, um, don't you say? Don't don't you say it? What do you mean? I know exactly what you're going to say. You know what I'm going to say, don't you? You know exactly which one I'm no, going to no. play. He's a. I know. Uh, yeah. He's a blo- yeah, this bloody... Don't do it! <laughs> the bloody fly that used to buzz around the frog. Crazy frog. No, no. Do you, you remember this, Ash? Is this of your oh, vintage? This, yes, this this comes up when I accident, when I search for something on Spotify by voice <laughs> yeah. and it just throws in a crazy frog version. I'm like, no. Yeah, no. no. Absolutely. Turn it off, you're offending him. Put on the proper one. Okay. Yes! Yes. Yeah. And what was the movie, Dan? It was uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yes, it Bang. was. Yeah. Oh, what an absolute belter. <laughs> Beverly, a uh, fan of Beverly Hills Cop? Ash? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think I think when I had my first PC, this was one of the songs that I had as a MIDI file. Oh, yeah. Because oh, it plays really well as a MIDI. Yeah, yep. it did. It bloody did. Um, used, <laughs> to, used to stack my Winamp player full of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Back in the day. You see, remember you used to get skins? And you used yeah. to have the Winamp yeah, yeah. application? Yeah, yeah, you could yeah. have skins. Yeah. Weren't they the coolest thing going days. around back in the day? Yeah. And you'd oh have like 300 skins and you're like, well, I just don't know which one to use. <laughs> <laughs> I'd spent so much time in flicking through them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, mate, um, again, uh, look, congratulations. It's, a, it's an absolutely wonderful achievement for, a, uh, for SMG Studio. And Moving Out has just been so incredibly well received. We've played it, um, played it to death. Um, the, the cooperative mode of it is just so incredibly frustrating and joyously entertaining at the same time. And, and as someone who's moved houses a few times, is, is very close to the mark oh, as nailed well. It, nailed it. Um, <laughs> indeed. Um, but, mate, can you, can you take us – we'd love to start with your story and get to know you a little bit more, particularly for our audience. Um, where does your history lie in terms of where you've gotten to today? Where did you start? Oh. Well, I mean, I used to work, um, so I studied graphic design and that was in North Sydney and I actually got a job at Kinko's, which was like the 24 hour printing place. Yep. Yep. Um, and they've since kind of moved out of Australia. So I was doing the graveyard shift, um, working Kinko's Friday and Saturday nights, just basically. And no one knew what Kinko's was back then. So it sounds to me like a strip joint. (laughs) No, no one knew what it was. So no one came, no one came into the store and it was, um, North Sydney Friday, Saturday night, which is a dead zone. So I'm sitting there me and the other, there's two of us on on shift. I'm talking like 10 o'clock till 6am graveyard shift. And I was like, well, what are we going to do? So I started learning flash, um, uh, you know, animations and, uh, you know, coding and stuff. So, so I was getting basically paid by Kinko's to, to learn flash because I'd just sit there and there'd be, there'd be no jobs to do. Nice. Um, and so I learned that and basically got a job, um, doing flash websites after that and just, um, kept experimenting, making little flash widgets and games. And it kind of evolved from there is where I started my own company in 2002, you know, just, I, you know, I just want to make flash games. Yep. And then I ended up making a bunch of flash banners and CD ROMs and websites. And it kind of spiraled from that to become a, like a digital advertising agency. And then um, in 2013, there was the uh, Australian Games uh, kind of enterprise funding for the, you know, Screen Australia, like uh, Australia-wide. Yep. And so we went for funding and said, you know, hey, we've been doing games on the side. We've been doing advert games for clients, like Flash Browser games and CD-ROM games and stuff. We made CD-ROM games for KFC in Australia, that type of stuff. But we want to make our own IP. Um, so we, we got the funding in 2013 and we kind of um, splintered off a small section of the team. Uh, that would that were doing the kind of flash games and kind of started making our own games from there. So that kind of went from 2013 and about 2016, 17, I kind of went full time into the game side of things and the advertising agency. Um, I, I stopped working on that that side of things and the other partner looked after that. So kind of went from yeah flash flash websites and games to digital advertising, then kind of full circle back to making games full time. So. Yeah, it's, and I've got, I guess I've got Kinko's to thank for, uh, <laughs> for paying for my training, you know. Well, that's that's bloody smart. Like, you know, I've, I've been guilty of that before. I was working at a car wash during my uni days, but I was um, doing estimating for a building company. So I was actually getting paid by the car wash to earn more money. So you got to make, make yeah. your way and do what you do. That's mm. And, and what yeah, you yeah. picked, I mean, um, you know, Flash was so huge. Just, so this would have been like early 2000s, right? Yeah, yeah. This was uh, like 90, 99, yeah, yeah, 99, yeah. 2000. So yeah, yeah. Good, flash... good, good flash knowledge there. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I, I, I dabbled in flash. I wasn't as uh, obviously anywhere near as good as you, but I it, it was it was good for the time. Um, yeah. We've all moved on from flash a bit, so, so you've sort yeah. of just sort of um, got the right place, the right time, I guess. And and yeah. thank you, Kinkos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was funny because we were doing uh, flash banner like flash games. But then, um, you know, we did a lot of advertising stuff and they'd pay you more to do a flash banner. Yeah, that's right. To make a game. So I'm like, oh, do I make, you know, do I spend three, four days making a banner and make more money than spending weeks and weeks on a game? Okay. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, we right. kind of uh, went full circle there. But I think making all those little, well, sorry, that's my kids. That's right. Um, going full circle, making a lot of smaller flash games and advert games and stuff for mini clip and uh, flash kit. And stuff like that kind of hones your skills because you, you you make a lot of like simple mechanics. You have you can't rely on you know big flashy graphics because they have to run on you know in Flash in a browser and stuff. So yeah, we kind of honed our skills you know doing those advert games you know kind of quick and dirty. Like I, I would build some games in you know less than a week, and then we'd we'd get them uh, all the artwork and that done quite quickly. So you know, oh. we've collectively made like probably two hundred and fifty games. Yeah, um, over the years, and you kind of hone your skills from that. I guess it's a good grounding too, right? To 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 provide an education on um, where you've got to now, uh, yeah. Based on yeah, you know the whole sort of almost the whole kiss theory of keeping you know keeping it simple, stupid. Oh, you know, yeah. like um, having played, I, I, I'm you know I've played a lot of both moving out and death square with my kids. Uh, great co-op fun with them, and I just love the simplicity of them. Um, yeah. Mind you, death square. There's some some levels you go, holy shit, what do I do here? It's my yeah, son, my, my, my seven-year-old son just, he, he was gunning it. Like he was much, through it. Oh, mate, he was telling me, dad, not there, there. You know, and we worked, he, he yeah, worked, yeah. I'm sitting there going, what the fuck am I going to do now? You know, so yeah. it's, but that's yeah. great. That's the simplicity and that's the beauty of it. You know, you're playing these yeah. games, especially as uh, we're both gaming dads. Like yeah, we are. we all are. Yeah, um, mate. So yeah. I love hearing the kids running around. We're exactly the same. <laughs> we both got young kids and um, there's a few in our posse that are all like starting to get into games and stuff like that. And That's so good. Uh, it is very, yeah. very cool. So, a, yeah. um, Ash, the so 2002 and the, the Flash games and stuff that you were particularly working on early on in the piece, are there any of those still yeah. floating around somewhere? Oh, yeah. There's ones like, I think the one that was the most popular was like Bogan Surf, which was... <laughs> um, <laughs> Which, which is basically California games. But if you if you Google that, there's like 300 versions that all got ripped and changed and they had the wrong fonts and stuff. So oh, really? that was that was an early one. Um, what else did we like? There's a, there's a couple on, um couple still on Miniclip, I think, that, you know, you've got till the end of the year to play them before Flash is completely dead. But Bogan Surf seems to be the one that at that time was, you know, ripped and, you know, because people take your files and, and spread them around. I think the file size for it's probably like 86 kilobytes. You know, like, <laughs> oh, that, wow. That, that was, you know, and it runs in this tiny little, because I used to program on a Mac, so that and flash ran really slow. So it's probably like 300 pixels by 240 pixels or something. You know, it's tiny. Gee whiz. Um, but, but the keep it simple is definitely a, a good, you know, a good strategy. Like we, we see students and it's like, oh, what are the tips I should do? And it's like, make your first game, but make it, the most simple game you can think of. And if, yeah. if that's just going to be Pong or Breakout, do that. Yeah. Because there's so many people that they want to jump in, you know, and there's the joke of like, oh, my first game will be an RPG or Grand yeah. Theft Auto. But yeah. even even anything, you know, even a um, what seems like a simple 2D shooter is actually quite bigger than something like Pong. So, you know, just the final 5% of finishing something off or uploading it to Steam and knowing how to, you know, get something ready, uh, final ready, yeah. Do, do it. Do it as simple as possible. So, and I guess we cut our teeth on so many flash games that we're used to, like kind of, a delivering things on a timeline, but also just knowing how to get through that first phase of like, well, how do we go from an idea to actually a playable thing to finishing off and delivering it? So, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's where we're, we're slightly different from a lot of studios in Australia, where, you know, we've had that at the game experience, we, where we don't have AAA experience, where uh, when we went for the funding. We were the only um, studio out of the ten that were funded uh, for the enterprise level, which was not not for a game, but for the whole studio um, that hadn't shipped like a you know a proper title yet because we'd just done all at the game. So you had Defiant and Tantalus and Wicked Witch and stuff that had all released games and all had X AAA experience, but we just had all advertising people experience. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, a bit, bit bit of a different um, path there, but I think our skills from that. Um, help in a lot of ways and pr probably we we don't know what we don't know but we've been able to do enough smaller games that it really um, hones your skills 
Michael. Yes. Ash, you talk about the advertising experience and, um, you know, through advertising, obviously you, you get a very good understanding about how to relate to audiences and how to cut through and get a message across and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Did that, has that helped in terms of where you guys are now with building games like moving out? Yeah, I think um, it's probably it's so, I guess, you know, I don't say, oh, it's natural for me, but yeah, the, the knowing the audience or even just being able to brief yourself um, internally, it, you know, it all came from the advertising side. Like when we made, when we made one more line, um, very simple game, you know, one touch portrait game, like that was the brief for ourselves. Like we need to make a game that you can play with one hand on the phone. Mm. And um, so, you know, and the, the brief was like, you know, there's commuters in Japan where they're stuck on the uh, public transport and they can only use one hand, but they want to be on their phone. So it's like, okay, it's portrait and it's one handed, one button. That's the brief. Let's make a game for that. And just those extreme restrictions, you know, spawned a really, you know, unique idea. And then just, you know, kind of packaging it up from a, you know, an aesthetics and, you know, uh, final point of view was came together quite quickly. Yep. So I think that that helps as well, just knowing how to brief yourself, how to um, knowing, you know, what the game's about. Like we're very mechanically driven. So, you know, it's all about like, how does the game play? Oh, it's a game about moving furniture or it's a game uh, you know, it's a, it's a cooperative puzzle game than, than the story side first. So, yeah, um, I think all, all those things came from, you know, like how does it play? Cause, or, you know, what are the mechanics first and then how do you wrap a nice package around it? But it, de- it definitely helps on the advertising side, especially when, you know, I used to run a lot of the, um, Xbox Australia, social media, I would, my gamertag cron job was like the persona for the brand and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, I would, I would learn a lot of, um, you know, I'd, you know, I'd learn a lot playing with their bigger budgets, knowing how to spend our own budgets and, you know, how to target audiences and stuff. And yeah, just, yeah, all, all that stuff just helps when you actually go to do it yourself. You're like, oh, I've done this before with, with Xbox or other brands, you know. So, yeah. Well, yeah. What was your, sorry, Dan, what was your gamer tag you just said there? Uh, Cronjob with a K. Where do, where do you get Cronjob from? Uh, <laughs> it's like a technical, uh, like a PHP server thing where it's like a process that runs in the background and loops over and over again so yeah you know you would set up a cron job to uh crunch you know like a weekly report and set it to run weekly yeah right <laughs> okay okay yeah 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 it was it was more just like okay we need an avatar we need a name um oh no i think it's when you're filling your game tag it's like you know do we need it you know need that and i was like okay no, I never thought it would be the public, no, public, public face, face of, of Xbox. <laughs> I probably played you at some stage. Um, yeah, yeah. What I love about it, I think I'm in a similar stage too with my life, that you, you, you do all this weird shit during your life that it comes to a point where it all sort of starts to make sense. And, yeah. Um, yeah, having studied advertising, you did too, didn't you, Peter? Yeah, marketing advertising. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, you sort of understand that, yeah, uh, there's transferable skills that you get through, right. you know, graphic design is a classic example where, you know, you obviously, were you a graphic designer by trade? Uh, I studied graphic design and yeah. then I graduated, but then I went straight into kind of like web design. Yeah, yeah, sure, design, yeah. So, yeah. But you've got those skills, you know, you're learning about typography yeah. and, and oh, you know, yeah. color yeah. color matching, that kind of stuff. And then it obviously comes to this beautiful um, crescendo where you now, you're, you know, you're very involved in designing beautiful games. I mean, I, yeah. like moving out for me, I loved, just love the whole um, look of that. The aesthetic. It, it, yeah, the aesthetic yeah, was magic. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it really yeah. suited the game. So, um, oh, that's, that, that's, that's not on me. That's definitely the art team. Yeah. But, but I think it's all, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. There's, there's a lot of people where, you know, maybe they're into games and it's like, you know, <laughs> and not making fun of this as a game podcast, but it's like, I listen to game podcasts, I read game books. I watch video games and I play video games. Like video games is all they do, mm, yeah. And it, mm-hmm. and all that the, it's their whole life, and that kind of doesn't help. It's like, you know, someone who you know again has studied graphic design. It's like, oh, I know, I know what a, a diff, what different fonts are, or you know, yeah. hey, I'm interested in this type of diff, other music than video game music. So, you know, the more diverse you can have your um, interests and skills, the more interesting a person you can be. You know, and I, they t- you know, you've got diversity in backgrounds and race and gender and you know just interests as well like there's just there's a lot of homogeny sometimes in just um people's interests so so did, have, yeah. yeah so did it hurt did it hurt you then when you seen these bastards rip off bogan surf and changing the font 
That would have killed me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was back in the Flash days where people would take your Flash files, yeah. add their own ads to it and upload it to their own site and there's like nothing you can do. And, oh, my nah, God. Yeah. But, but part of it was just we, we had tracking stats back then and it was like, you know, oh, man, there's like millions of people playing this game on all these random wow, sites. And, that's you know, awesome. So that was our first, uh, that was our first kind of uh, big one that we kind of had, you know, blow up. And I think we did that just for fun. Like that was back, I think that was, you know, that was way back in like 2001 or two. Yeah, probably 2001 I made that game. So Yeah, well, you, you picked yeah. the right level out of um, California games. I mean, that is by yeah, yeah. far, <laughs> by far my, my, my favorite level was, was yeah. surfing. Sure it wasn't Hacky Sack? Uh, <laughs> mate, I loved, I was a bad fan of Hacky Sack. You, you no, I, hacky sack yeah, no I did. I was, yeah, real California games wanker I was. Yeah, like, you was <laughs> hacky, hacky Sack, sack just hitting the bloody seagull as it flew over the top. And, yeah, no, I just absolutely loved it. Hey, um, did you ever play, is it a random question, but it's come yeah. from our community. Did you ever play Ultima Online? Uh, no, I think my, my com- I had like a transition of having a 486 computer that oh, I could play God. like SimCity on and, and DOS and stuff and then going to study and having no and having a Mac where I couldn't play any of those. Yeah, um, games, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I knew of it and I'd go to like the game store and see like, that looks really cool. But I think the only games I played on like a dial-up modem would have been like Duke Nukem and maybe <laughs> some Doom, you know, and that, that was it at a friend's house at that time. Yeah. Like, I didn't have internet until... <laughs> I think uh, like ninety ninety nine or something like yeah, that. No, like, none of us did. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. And like you know the times where it's, imagine it's speaking. It's like my kids now. Like I think about my kids and the the world that they're going to grow up into. <laughs> like not knowing things like dial up internet, for example, or like the yeah. fact that um, you know I'd be on the internet chatting to somebody on ICQ or or Merv yeah, or yeah. something. That's that sort of crap. Having an argument with some other idiot, you know, in some random chat room called Wogs of Perth. Because all the Italians <laughs> wanted to get into Merck, right? So we're there. And then I'd be halfway through writing a sentence and my thing would die because mum's picked up the phone. She's talking to Nonna. Like, it's just, kids, these, they just won't know. Now, the reason why, uh, it's Infernox, Dan. It's, uh, oh, it's, right. his, it's the historian. Yes. Historian's one of our, uh, he's one of our content, um, legendary, legendary content creators. Yeah. He's, he's our chief editor. Um, but and he knows his shit. <laughs> yeah, he's about 770 years old. Um, he, he's been around forever, uh, and he's an absolute legend. But, you know, I thought he might have come across you. But, um, hey, let's get on to <clears throat> um, moving out. Ash, um, extraordinary game, as we both mentioned. Uh, Well-deserving of Game of the Year. Um, can you guys take us to the catalyst for bringing it about? Was it a bit of a eureka moment? Was it something you guys had sitting there on a pile? Where did moving out initially come from? Yeah, well, we actually, um, so the original idea came from a guy called Jan Rigel, who uh, runs DevM Games. And he was actually a person I wanted to hire for the last probably three, four years mm. um, since I met him online. And um, he'd done a bit of, he'd, he'd actually done some Flash freelance for us as well, like making some Flash games for Five Gum. And um, every year I'd, or every six months, I'd email him saying, Hey, you want to come to Australia and work, <laughs> work with us? And he's like, No, no, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> and then, he, and then uh, uh, you know, and then he, he ended up going, he went to King for a while and then got bored of, you know, running monetization loops and stuff. But he, he, had, the, he had the idea because he helped a friend move. Um, house and they were basically drawing up almost like in grid paper like the apartments so they could work out how to get the couch out uh-huh. so that, you know typical game designers where they're like going about it like really analytical yeah and he thought oh, okay oh there's actually a game here where and initially it was going to be a very simulation based game where you know you would you know have to be very precise and move furniture out without scratching it and that side of things and then he kind of had that prototype and you know, and then I, when I hit him up again saying, hey, you want to work, come work for us? He's like, no, but I have this game, this prototype that's, you know, probably going to be too big for me on, by myself to, to make. Um, why don't we, you know, and then I said, oh, send it to me. And I, you know, so we went from there and basically said like, well, let's just team up. So, yeah, yeah. so it came out of him him moving a friend uh, friend's house or I think it was just a couch maybe and just thinking of it being very simulation-based. And then I think the more he kind of evolved on it, the more he realized, like, oh, the more fun you make it, the more you don't worry about points and uh, breaking stuff, the actual more fun it can be. So it kind of evolved from that. Yeah. I love that, how it came, came from something as simple as moving a couch. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's the, it's yeah. The, great, yeah, the great things in life sometimes are those simple ideas that just come out of, you know, 
Yeah, we, in our in in our um, job, one of the things that you're told, and you'd know this being from you know certainly from the creative world, um, that it's it's not so much what you put into something, but actually what you take out that mm, makes yeah. the thing that you execute 100%. right. So, yeah. you know, saying things, hearing you say things like, "Actually, we're going to simplify this. We don't worry about points and this, that, and the other." For me, was just such a, a, a pleasure to see playing this game because I like yeah. for something like this, you do want to just sort of disappear for, I just have a laugh and have some fun with your mates. But was it, was it hard landing on that? Like, did you guys have some models of this game that we may have seen if you'd left some stuff in and then ultimately decided, no, we're just going to get rid of it all. Oh yeah. Yeah. There was, I mean, the early one had, you know, each mover had individual scores. You lost points for, you know, kind of breaking things. Um, you know, everything had like a, you know, damage model. So, you know, if you hit a wall, you hit it too much, it would, it would then ultimately break. And it just came to one of those, like, the more you, the more you added points, or the more you stop people from um, breaking things or uh, penalize them, the less fun it was and the more slow and precise you'd be. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then the opposite, if we, if we said, oh, you know, like, hey, if you smash stuff, you get points, you know, thinking <laughs> like that would cause more chaos and fun. It ended up, it ends up changes the way you play because then you like instead of just moving the thing you'd be smashing it and people just go around and smash things so it's like actually if we just focus just on time yeah and then we don't care how you get it but you just get it to the end you know the truck the end zone that, that that's more of a pure focus so you know that that iteration happens quite quickly that's probably over a couple of weeks um or you know even less like you're playing it and you're going like oh what if we just ignore this and what if we um you know speed it up and so yeah, that, that's that's in that primordial uh, game design stage where, you know, you're playing around with very ugly graphics and, you know, it's, everything's grey boxed, but you're just trying to find the fun. And I think that's a really, um, for that term, quite a lot. It's like, what, what what is making this fun? And it's not about, you know, getting the maximum points. It's about just, you know, doing those silly trick shots where you jump and throw and it bounces off the wall and lands in the <laughs> truck. And you're like, yes, and you didn't have to worry about losing points because it bounced off a wall. So. No. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of that honing. And I think that's what I've learned as my skill going on is knowing where to go, you know, where to steer the team to go. Yep. That's where, I think that's where the fun is to kind of, you know, um, uncover the magic. I think too, um, sorry, uh, Ash, yeah, I think no too, thanks. it's because it's just so relatable because if it, you know, for everyone who's moved house, you do it once by yourself and get plug it. I'm never doing that again. I'll get people in, <laughs> but you, you know, this, the, if I was a removalist as my full-time job, I would be a shit one because I'm just not careful. You know, I'm, I'm not very strong yeah. and I'd break shit. So I think that's why it's yeah. so, so popular, so relatable. Yeah. I, I, I think someone asked me, it's like, how, how do you know, um, like when you, a friend asks you to move, how do you, how do you know if you want to help them to move? And I go, look, if they have a tea towel or, um, co- or they have coasters in their house, like don't help them move because their stuff is too good. <laughs> yeah. you, you, want, you want you want the friend you want the friend that's like, see that couch? I found that on the side of the street. It was free, and you'd be like, yeah, that's the friend you want to help move because it's just like, boom, it's in the truck or it's in the back of the car. They're not going like, oh, you've scuffed my yeah. 1980s uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, side table. I'm like, oh no, how much is that? My my grandparents had uh, plastic on their couch in the oh, good in they? the good lounge room. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if yeah. you remember uh, yeah, growing yeah. up. Yeah, when there was such a thing as a good lounge room, people wouldn't know what a good lounge room is these days. But it, <laughs> it's the one that was in a house where all the nice stuff sat, and you didn't go in there. You weren't allowed to. And the and the nice couch in there had plastic on it. I shit you. Imagine not. that on yeah. the block. This week we're building the good lounge room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, now, now, now I know, like you've got kids, like now I know I've gone through almost two couches now from just the kids. Oh yeah, 100%. Like, just mm-hmm. destroying them. And I'm like, you know what, if I had to cover it in a bed sheet or, or plastic, it, like, I wouldn't have to buy two couches. But <laughs> the, right. the kids are banned off the couch right now because they just use it as a jungle gym. Yeah. yeah. No, That's we right. are exactly the same, mate. We got ours um, steam cleaned about, <laughs> I reckon about a month ago. And I think the following weekend it was cooked again. <laughs> I just, and I just yeah. looked at it. I went, never again. Yeah. You know, this yeah. will sit here looking like shit until we throw it out yeah. and then you know and then and you kids learn some respect yeah the kids will be 18 and all that sort of stuff <laughs> yeah. um yeah. yeah um so okay moving out um appears it explodes and like like literally like everybody that i knew was playing it mm. um every everywhere i looked on twitter and twitch there it was particularly on launch day and, and for quite some time after and, and still got a really healthy um amount of people enjoying the game did it surprise you guys how much it took off? Um, yeah, I think if we hadn't, 
known it would be received so well, we probably um, would have put like probably would have put online in it. But we um, we we played it a little bit safer there, and I think we you know we had some expectations, and um, yeah, so we we went well above those. So I think I think it's good. It just means now the team's you know quite secure, and we can you know keep looking to expand on on the universe. So yeah, it's it's it's. Good for us. Could definitely compared to like Death Squared, where you know that that was really slow. Then we had a bit of a boost during the switch, and then it's you know it's kind of um, crawled its way to um, uh, to you know a respectable number. Yeah. Whereas this one, you know, kind of came out much faster. So yeah, I think um, yeah, it's been, it's been really good and, and surprising. But I think with all all things like you set your expectations, um, and then if you keep moving those expectations up, then you, you're never satisfied. So yeah. I think compared to our, our expectations all in 2019, we blew those out of the water. And then maybe like the week before I was getting too overhyped. And I didn't meet my, I didn't meet my top expectations, but we still blew away our other expectations. So, Well, that's all that matters too. I mean, like you said, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, especially if you've got a team on, you know, as I'm sure you have with this game. And, yeah. you know, if, if they can all celebrate that smashing the expectations together, mm. you know, it gives you impetus to build the next one. Yeah. I, th- I feel anyway. Yeah, and it's really, um, you know, like the the sales and that side of things really, um, you know, it gives you more safety. But I think the the kind of response from people and, you know, like winning the game of the year and just seeing other people enjoy it, um, yeah. old and, you know, old and young. And, um, you know, we put a few a few things in there for like, you know, accessibility and um, representation. Yeah, and having correct. people kind of call those out without us having to like point them out yep. is really rewarding. So it's kind of... Yeah, at least it, it satisfies both sides of you know, um, you know, from a, a commercial point of view, but also a real uh, com- uh, emotional point of view as well. Yeah, and so, a content point of view. Yes, yeah, so the game yeah. you produced. Yeah, Ash, what do you, what yeah. do you as as someone who's been a part of the games industry, particularly in Australia for so long, what do you what are your thoughts on where games in general sit at the moment? Because some of the big games that we're seeing are very very simple games in their execution. For example, Among Us. You know, arguably yeah. one of the biggest games in the world right now. I can't remember who it was off the top of my head, but one of the um, US campaigners. Oh, yeah. Uh, AOC, what's her name? That's um, right. Yeah. Um, broke the second highest ranking earlier today on um, concurrent viewers on Twitch. Yeah, right. Uh, so, like, that that sort of stuff. Like, um, And it just seems to me that it, it seems like these days, the simpler the execution of the game, the more popular it appears to be is that something that you guys are seeing at the moment or have noticed at all uh i think if anything it's kind of um uh you know it's kind of inspiring knowing that you know you don't have to be at the level of a call of duty uh you know at that scale to you know get cut through and i think it just shows that people especially with everyone in lockdown and isolated but i think it just shows the the you know that fun is kind of universal as well so you know among Us, I think, is a perfect example. Same with Fall Guys, where you know the fun is universal, the fun is ageless. You know, it's you, you can jump into it quite um, quite quickly and easily as well. And it's not about the graphics; it's about connecting and having fun. Yeah. So I think mm. that's that's the inspiring part, where it's like, oh, you know, you know, if I look at uh, you know like a Call of Duty or a Baldur's Gate three and all those uh, cyberpunk and those like that's an arms race. You know, I don't think we'll ever want to enter because it's just so you know Naughty Dog, uh, Last of Us two. It's like those games are at such a different level. It's like, you know, that's nuclear war level where it's like yeah. among us and four guys is like, Oh, that's, that's like a backyard scrap, um, <laughs> you know, backyard uh, cage fight. Like, uh, you know, we could, we could definitely, we can definitely, um, you know, hold our own in that, that realm. So, you know, I think it's inspiring from that point of view where it's, you know, it kind of shows like graphics don't matter as much as you think. It's more yeah. about the gameplay and, and having fun. So they're also very, um, they're online games as well. So I think that's the other, part is that um you know people want to have that connection through gaming and i think among us is that really great example that had that more sustain than like a fall guys right now because you had it was a deeper you know connection with people mm. yeah um there, there's one thing that i noticed while i was having a good read of of moving outs um sort of history and, and stuff like that and um now that you've mentioned your history with regards to mac and all that sort of stuff one thing that i i rarely see when it comes to platforms available for a game is macintosh operating system yeah um yeah and this all one and and oh, yeah or, and but this one is there was that was that something that was a personal 
decision for you or for the studio based on your history with it? Or like, is, are you close to that? Or was it just like, uh, nah, we're going to, we're going to make this available to everybody. Yeah. Linux completely different, different story that Mac, because, because we didn't have to optimize it uh, too much and, and it could happen. You know, I think we released probably like a week after um, initial. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's good. It's, it's a good platform to be on, I guess, when it's not too much extra work. Linux is the, the other side where it's like even, more of a niche and it's you know, requires more testing and stuff that we we can't do because we don't have enough linux boxes so yeah um no nothing personal there it's just more like it's it's good to tick that box and have it available if you know for the amount of effort you need to put in so yeah well yeah. mac owners like it, playing games too they do oh <laughs> uh, yeah but it, 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 they're just such a small yeah, audience. They are, yeah. especially yeah. on steam like obviously you know you've got apple arcade and stuff that yeah you know that audience but just think overall like you know um, you know, we're talking like three, maybe three percent of users on Steam are on Mac, so yeah, it's yep. just such a small amount. So if you can if you can deliver on the platform without extra work, then it's not um, you know too much of a burden. But you know, yeah, and we we kind of delivered the game um, you know kind of ahead of schedule on time, so you know we had that luxury. But if you're a smaller team and you know you're already trying to fix bugs on PC, you know normally Mac's left off because it's like, well, let me just get. PC working, right, yeah, yeah. Then adding an extra build, or for some people, it's like I can't, they can't even afford a Mac to then do the builds on, you know, because mm -hmm. you can't just, you can't just push a button. You have to like do it via a Mac and then test it. So, well, um, Mac users, if you are listening, we love and appreciate all four of you. We really do. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, hey, the the other things that uh, obviously the platforms, this this thing's everywhere, and it's great to see Nintendo Switch, PlayStation Four, Xbox One. We're around the corner from the next gen series. Um, Xbox uh, Series X, um, PlayStation 5. Um, have there been discussions about moving out, coming to those platforms? And if so, um, what are some of the things that you have to work through to optimize them for those? Well, the, the good thing is we're, we're part of the 99% of games that will work on both platforms, yep. both new gens. So um, we haven't, you know, added ray tracing or anything like that. So they'll, they'll work out of the box. Um, you know, you could go back and, add uh, ray tracing would really matter for our work I was, was going to say, even sound, like but... for a game like Moving Out, particularly for the art style, like like if you were to add ray tracing, what would it change? <laughs> I think it would just, no, I think it would, uh, it would, it would ruin it. And, no, and this is me being naive. It's like, isn't ray tracing, you, I just push a button and then it just add shadows and people and <laughs> like, no, that's not like that. Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's a whole different ballgame because you have to work so hard to make it look good without ray trace, like if you want shadows and stuff. So mm. yeah, you have to kind of undo stuff to make it look better. But yeah, I mean, for us, it, it's probably just would run at a smoother frame rate at 4K because it still runs in 4K. Um, so yeah, it, it, it'll be available on those platforms, but there won't be any special edition or um, special 3D sound or anything like that. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Unreal. But at the very least, it's great to know that it'll be available yeah. on those platforms. So bloody fantastic. Yeah, um, there's only like 12 games that don't work. <laughs> you have to be like one of those, one of those 12, I think it's like 12 or 15 games that don't work from PS4 to PS5. And it's like, how, how annoyed would you be if you're one of those? Yeah. yeah. Um, have you got a, have you, I don't know if you can say, but have you got a preference? Like over, are you looking forward to any particular console? Uh, I, I mean, I, I worked on Xbox stuff in Australia for so long, mm. you know, I've almost like drank the Kool-Aid on it. Um, so Game Pass, you know, you know, we had, we had to do campaigns to promote Game Pass. And it's like, why don't people understand this? It's such a good deal. Like, yeah. I don't it is know. such a good deal. Um, it, is, it is such a good deal. Yeah. Um, and our game's on Game Pass as well. So I think that, you know, they're, they're going down their different paths, but, you know, Game Pass is amazing. I still love the Switch just because... Um, it's a good you know, unit, isn't it? Like, it's, like it's you, you and, can... and I was a Switch... You know, like uh, naysayer when it first announced, like, ah, oh, this is just, uh, this is just Vita two. That was like my initial gut feel. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then it came out, and I got Breath of the Wild because we had, you know, get it for testing and stuff. And then I was like, okay, yeah, I can understand how. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, to... I I had to get Breath of the Wild for testing yeah, as testing well. Too. Yeah, you, um, yeah, you tested it a lot, Pete. Yeah, I tested it so much. I'm still <laughs> testing it to this very day. That's the yeah. way that you make sure a game is good. Um, I'm just but, testing, honey. And then, yeah. and then, and then Sony ha Sony has its amazing exclusive. So it's like. You know, they all have their, you know, like their pros and cons. Um, luckily, we're in a position where it's like, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be in the position as a, as a kid where it's like, oh, I've got to choose one platform and oh, I've got yeah. to choose which games I can afford because it's like, yeah. I, I feel bad when it's like, I can afford them all and I'm going to get them all. 
and like yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's more about to the time to, to play them so yeah um that, that's where game pass works for me because you can kind of dip in and go you know oh, i'll try that you know I'll, it's like a you know you get the smorgasbord you know yeah, yeah. Than yeah. Going, oh, it's, I'll, I'll just get that one game it's funny nintendo they just they just do their thing and it works, doesn't it? Like they, they, it just yeah. gets there. Like because the Wii, for example, like a lot of people f- say that the Wii was a flop. I loved the Wii, yeah. and the Wii is still sitting oh, inside yeah. the top ten of the biggest selling consoles of all time. Over a hundred million oh, units yeah. for the Wii. Yeah. So right. yeah, they just they just seem to do their own thing and say this is what we're going to do and just do it right and execute. You know, yeah. so it's yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, they've been they've been on they've been on a real ripper the last. Year. I think they had that point where they were actually doing really badly and. You know, they did all those deals for like, you know, the theme parks and all these other yep. other licensing things, which are all kicking in now, you know, yeah. the Lego and stuff kicking off. It's like Nintendo's just, you know, every, every bet they made during that period has kind of paid off really well. So, yeah. um, Ash, uh, mate, just just quickly, we won't keep you for too much longer because we've already kept you well past the uh, the initial <laughs> half hour. So, yeah, um, and again, a good yarn. Um, you just you've just been wonderful to talk to. So, thank you. But um, what's what's next for moving out that people can look forward to, and where can they find it? Uh, I mean, check us out on uh, Twitter. We're quite active on that one, uh, Moving Out Game, um, or or SMG Studio. Um, we've we can't really make any announcements right now because uh, you know you want to hit like certain marketing beats and stuff. But the team's really busy. Yeah, um, we've got some cool stuff. We did a we did a free update with a new character and some um, uh, some updates to some levels. But yeah, we've got we've got a yeah the team's really busy right now um, doing some stuff. So there should be some good news. But yeah, I think and there's also some really weird esoteric news um, to hopefully I can announce in like December. Um, but that'll be like you, you'll look at it and you go like that doesn't, doesn't oh yeah that does make a lot of sense but um so there's some really funny weird news yeah and then there's um yeah there's other news that yeah we can't really talk about right now but yeah the team's cool. pretty busy on it Dan um, we've got to get a thesaurus yeah. in here <laughs> like, for words like esoteric yeah. like it, it just, <laughs> I've got the gist so, like uh, it, the, there's an announcement which and I wish I could say it now but it's like it's it's so far left field yeah like out there and then. You'll go like that makes no sense. How does that even work? And then you'll be like, and then when you read about it, you'll be like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. Yeah. So, oh, oh I'm so excited. It's a watch this space. I love it. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a hook and tease yeah. out of radio. Yeah. Right there. Oh yeah. It's, a, it's one of those. You know, you get you get one of those random emails, and you're like, oh, is this is this like a fake email? And then <laughs> and then you reply to it, and it all goes through, and you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. So yes, yeah. Oh, Can't bloody wait. brilliant, mate. Um, <laughs> hey, before we let you go, uh, open question: Anything else that you want to make mention of with regards to the team, the the award, or, or anything at all before we let you go? No, I think just any anyone just in general when you're buying um, you know games from smaller studios know that you know um, supporting those small studios like every 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 time if you play something send them a message or an email and saying hey we played your game we loved it those little messages because we get so much <laughs> people are so easy to complain so, yeah it's and, complain yeah that's yeah. right um, you probably get one thank you for out of every ten complaints so you know if if anyone wants to make a, a developer happy. Just after you play a game, you've had a good experience, fling them an email, fling them a tweet or anything like that just to say, hey, I had a really great time. That was great because we we take those messages, we pass them around the team, not just us, but I know other studios. Yeah. So, you know, um, fling advice. over some, some nice nice words, spread, spread the love, you know, because it really, it really helps. Yeah, that's awesome. Unreal. Well, um, look, we can't thank you enough, not just for coming on board uh, and and joining us tonight for a a really fantastic chat, mate, but also, um, you know, uh, for being a part of um, our great Australian um, games development industry because it is a rich industry. There's a lot of great things that are happening here and and we just want to see so much more of it. So the more support, the better. So thank you very much. Excellent. Thank you. And um, all the best with the future for moving out. And, of course, M- SMG Studio. And far yeah. out, bring on December. And, bloody oath. And this esoteric <laughs> bloody, announcement. bloody announcement. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be fantastic. Um, mate, yeah. we'll leave you to it. Excellent. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Ash. How can you not like this song? Yeah, no, exactly. it's a ripper. It's a bloody great. Yeah. Thanks again, yeah. mate. You take care of right. yourself. Thanks, mate. See you guys. See, See you, mate. Oh, what a bloody ripper. Oh, mate. Dan. I mean, I mean, guys. I mean, guys. That was awesome. I mean, excuse me, guys. You wait wait till I tell my kids that I was speaking with one of the key people behind those two games. You wait until I tell my kids 
that I was speaking with you and we were speaking with him yeah. and we played that song. You wait till I tell my kids about your shirt that you're wearing. You wait until I tell my kids <laughs> about M- 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 Merck and ICQ. Um, yes, that's right. And you wait awesome. until I tell my kids. It's six o'clock, Dan. Well, we should wrap it up, shouldn't we? No, we should because um, we, we wanted an episode to come back. We, we wanted to sort of break them all a bit today, didn't we? Because we just wanted to come back. It's been four long weeks. We're back. Mm. And this is a bit of a, uh, uh, um, I guess, a uh, special ep in a way, really, to, mm. to, mm-hmm. and, and to get such an amazing guest like Ash. That was fantastic. Mm. So, but we're back next week. I agree. Bigger, better, stronger. Oh, my God. Um, the guys have added esoteric to our commands. So now it comes up, Nightbot drops in a little, where's my thesaurus? Yeah. I love it. Right. Uh, we've missed you as well. Oh, Simmy. Oh, shit. Simmy cat. Yeah, put your shirt on, Peter. There it is. Oh, my God. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, let's look at this specimen right here. Look at this. I mean, specimen. honestly, and look at that shirt. Yes. Bloody yes. Frequency. Oh, my Frequency. God. Doesn't it? Just, oh my just, god! It, it almost—it's almost, it's almost um, like a superhero suit. It just melts Jeez, your it just skin. Feels so good. It feels so right. Oh, it, it feels so good. Oh my god, Simmy! It's an amazing piece of kit. So this is you. this is our merch, guys. You can go right now to our store, and you can buy this merch. Mm. Wear the shirt with pride. Indeed. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Um. Okay. Now, I need to double check. Is Lukey Bangers on tonight after us? People that are watching right now, please, please let us know. Um, we'd love to know because I'm not 100% sure. Simi says we look so handsome. You're well, beautiful, Thank Simi. you, Simi, yes. I feel handsome. I feel 80% more handsome after I put the shirt on. 80% more handsome. Yeah. Oh, hey, Lukey Bangers is up next. Okay. Um, the big Lukey. There's one other thing, though. You said to me off the air that you had a joke. No, nah, we'll save it for next week. Oh, come on. Do you want it now? I can give it to you now, everyone. It's pretty good. Do you want it now? I can give it to you now. Yeah, let's finish on a joke. Come on. Let's start. Actually, yeah. We've been mixing up every year. Okay, so. It's four kids. Yeah. There's four. <laughs> there's four people in a train riding in a carriage. Mm. It's this beautiful, beautifully stunning girl. Gorgeous. Yeah. There's a bit of more of a plain Jane girl, you know, um, beautiful in her own way, but but fairly plain compared to the stunning girl. Mm-hmm. There's an English guy mm. and an Aussie guy. Mm. They go, the train carriage goes into a tunnel. It's complete blackness. And you hear this almighty slap. Slap! When they come out of the tunnel back to light, the English bloke's rubbing his face, mm. looking pretty angry. The, the plain Jane thinks to herself, that English guy must have had a pass at the beautiful girl in the tunnel and she slapped him. Mm. The stunner thinks that's still the English guy. He probably tried to make a pass at me in the tunnel and got the, the plane jane by mistake and she slapped him. The English guy goes, that bloody Aussie, he made a pass at one of those girls and she thought it was me and slapped me by mistake. And the Aussie guy goes, I can't wait for the next tunnel so I can slap that pommy guy again. <laughs> <laughs> bloody yes! <laughs> Oh, my God. Um, And on that note, hey, guys, for a long time, uh, Nico is the one who has um, preceded us. Not preceded, preceded. is the one who's come up after us. Mm. Nico has officially wrapped up his streaming duties. Oh, okay. And it's been an absolute wonderful um, thing. It's been a ripper. And, Dan, I wanted to take a moment just to – so Nico's very much still a part of our team, Mm. one of our great writers – um, still going to get into that, but that's what he wants to focus on now. Yep. He's gone, you know what? Streaming, not the thing. Yep. And that's perfectly fine. At Goa, you find your feet, but in general, you find your feet in this world. Yes, um, but Nico, uh, we just wanted to take a moment just to say thank you so much um, for the incredible effort, um, the amazing um, personality and, and everything else that you bring to the Game on Australia stream team and have brought to the Game on Australia stream team um, over the past God knows how oh, long. Yeah. It's been a long bloody been a long time. time. It's yeah. been a genuine honour um, wrapping up this show very late <laughs> while you're waiting there to get on um, and then right. handing things over to you, mate, and uh, you've done an extraordinary job. Um, the work that you continue to do is absolutely extraordinary, but uh, we will miss seeing your beautiful mug yep. on the streams. But to think 
um, going back so long ago when we first started talking about a stream team and Nico was the first one to put his hand up and said, yep, I'm in. I'm going to take this thing, grab the ball by the horns and run with it. And Anybody has, did. And has built such an extraordinary thing for the Goa brand. Um, and the stuff that you've left in your wake, mate, is something to genuinely be proud of, and we're proud of you and love you, mate. So yep. thank you well done, mate. so much, um, Nico. You're extraordinary. Uh, you've come such an incredibly long way since uh, since we first met you back in the day. You're such an extraordinary bloody content creator. So mm. um, looking forward to seeing so much more of his amazing stuff come through GameOnOz.com, and, and we're so happy to, that he's continuing on with us, um, albeit in his new capacity. Yes. So. Um, but hey, uh, out with the old, in with Lukey the new. Lukey Bangers! Or should I say in with the Luke? In with Luke. Um, Lukey Bangers has moved from Saturday nights to Wednesday evenings. And you guys are in for a real treat because Lukey is an absolute fucking blast. <laughs> um, he's got a bloody, he's got a beard like her, just a wild oh, man from yeah. Borneo. But at bloody the same right. time, it's like her. It's so beautifully clipped as yeah, well. Gorgeous. Like it's, it's, it is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Like it's not just a half ass. I can't be fucked no, beard. No, no. Like it's a beard yeah. that's just it's a man oh, who cares about his it's beard. It's a man who like cares that. about you, his. You got to respect that. If a man cares about his beard like that, you know he's a good man who cares. He cares about, about everything. And that's the sort of man you want on your stream team. Correct. Because you know he's going to care about his stream and and the community watching him. and the community watching him as well. Indeed. Um, so he's an absolute ripper. Can I also recommend his podcast, Trials and Tribulations of a Streamer, um, Life of a Streamer, I believe it's called. Lukey Bangers, can you tell me what it is? Just drop that in there, please. Um, because what he does is he, uh, spends some time every week. Uh, it's on Spotify and a whole heap of others. Um, and he just shares his thoughts about being a streamer. And you know what? For people who are out there who want to be a streamer, Streamer, it is raw it is real. It is not the the point zero one percent of streamers who are fucking up here somewhere, um, making an absolute mozza and showing that life is great. He's there showing. No, this is what it takes to be yeah, a streamer. Yeah. And this is the yep. stuff that you go through. Yep. Yep. Um, and it's just bloody brilliant. So yep. good on you. Um, get along it. Oh, is it called the bearded streamer gamma? Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, okay, we're gonna piss off, Dan. Pete. Bloody good to be back. Bloody good to be back, mate. Um, it's pretty. He said it's pretty much the journal of the mental challenges of navigating the industry. Yeah, there yep. you go. Yeah. What's it, Lukey? What's it called, though? What's it called? What's the title of it? Could be a long time, guys. Could be a long time. Guys, I go, I, go, I want to go home. There we go. Lukey Bangers, life of a Twitch streamer. There, there we go. go. Bloody back. Yeah, bloody brilliant. All right. We're getting out of here. Thanks for having us back. Um, Great to see you. Mate, great to see you too. And thanks Let's again. Let's see you next week. Shirts. Yes, yes, 100%. And again, um, Ash Ringrose from SMG Studio. Ash Ringrose, what a great guy. All right, let's piss off. See ya. See ya. Bye. Oh, as we always say, Dan. Don't forget to save.